The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The following program contains opinions expressed by The Dead Zone. If you find this broadcast offensive, lighten up, candy ass. What? Oh my gosh. It's a radio show. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Initialize sequence now. We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. WDZRDB Worldwide Welcome to the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show Sunday, September 28th Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stick around. It's going to be a good show tonight. Guess what? Things are starting to open up. It looks like a place that uh, Michelle and I like to go put in Bay, Ohio. If you know where that is, it's on Lake Erie. They're having a ghost walk. That's going to be so cool, man. Uh, From June 26th through uh, September 25th. you got to check that out. It's PIB Ghost Walk. Go check that out. Get tickets. It's going to be fun. Tonight, we got Peter James Haviland. He is a parapsychologist, a hypnotherapist, <laughs> hypnotherapist, oh my God. author, and private investigator. So we're going to be talking with him a little bit later on. But first, check this out. Since we're talking about Put In Bay, Put In Bay the Island, I'm going to play something. What is it called? Something in the Water? Played that a couple of weeks ago. Check it out. You're going to like it. That's by Lords of Corruption. <laughs>
hypnotherapist. I got it that time. All right. Okay, here's one more by our buddies, Lord. Played that last week. Loved it. It really does sound really cool. It's um, a world insane. And yes, it is. We'll be right back. Check it out.
Hey, this is Michelle. Join me Sundays at 8 o'clock Eastern for paranormal news and events. Hello, this is Christopher St. Booth, and you're listening to The Dead Zone. Okay, and now back to business. All radio stations in town were palm trees. We'd be the one with the biggest coconuts. Now, here are the one, the only Dead Zone. Hey, we're back. Guess who's on the phone with us? Peter James Haviland, man, a parapsychologist. I hype, hype. I did it wrong again. Hypnotherapy. You know what? Today, I tried. To, I tried to talk about what you do, and I could not get it right yeah. to save my butt. Anyway, parapsy- okay, I'm still learning it myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> parapsychologist, hypnotherapist. I got it that time. Author and private investigator with Gillespie yes, Investigations. Yes, sir. So, how are you doing, sir? And thank I'm you. Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Thank you for being on the show. Let's well, just. Thank you for having me. Well, I love to have you on. It's been you know we tried to have you on a couple of times ago, but things didn't work out. And it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Before we get into everything else, you know, we ask everyone yeah. the same old thing, the same thing over and over and over again. What started okay. you? What started you in this field? Well, to be honest with you, uh, I, I was uh, about 12 years old and I was watching monster movies in my parents' house. Absolutely. And yeah, and uh, I, I don't even remember what it was, but I was sitting there with my dog and uh, the room got cold. Oh. And uh, my dog sat up and uh, alerted, turned around and looked at the stairs behind me. And I turned around and uh, I saw my grandfather walking downstairs, okay. which is cool, but uh, he passed the year before. He was gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I walked over there. I mean, I wasn't scared of him in life, so I'm not, I wasn't scared of him in death. Yeah, and to be honest with you, at that age, I mean, I, honestly, I really didn't know about any of this any of the stuff that we study yeah. and I just walked over there I was just uh, I was fascinated uh, you missed him you know yeah. so I walked over there uh, tried to talk to him I didn't get any response he just walked down the stairs it wasn't like in a movie or anything you know how you get the eerie music and yeah. well, the creaking noises and stuff yeah it wasn't anything like that at all man uh, he do you just think... walked down uh, past me you... uh, I... I'm sorry go ahead I'm sorry do you think it was residual or what you know he didn't react to me, but he didn't visit my house th- that often. So I don't know if it was just maybe a crisis apparition or, okay. uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. He was just like, I just know that he was a grumpy old grandpa. I said, get away from me. I got other things to do. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he missed us. Uh, you know, my mom was having a hard time with his passing. Yeah. Um, you know, she had, she had just, she had just seen him last year. And uh, was on the way home when she found out that uh, he had two heart attacks and passed when she was in the air. Oh my gosh! So yeah, so I mean, you know, there was a real there was a real um, uh, tie to them, and uh, you know, she felt like uh, she should have stayed. So you know, I don't know. Maybe it was based off of my mom. I I don't know. Right. Um, but you know, I did feel I did feel cold when he passed me, yeah. and I did feel what's what felt like uh, static electricity 
going going by me. You know that real real creepy feeling when you put like the uh, the do the um, uh, the balloon on your hair. Yeah. And it stands up, and you get that <laughs> get that yeah. weird spider feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that. And then he walked he, he walked into the closet of all things in the hallway, which you know it, it, it he didn't. It wasn't anything again, like you know the movies or anything. It was more of a more of a dissolve, um, almost <laughs> like uh, the energy that he had just kind of just fell apart. That's the only thing I can think of. And uh, so I opened the door, and I didn't think he was going to be in there, but I really didn't know what to think. <laughs> um, and there was um, two medallions that he brought over from Italy that hung in, in uh, two of his houses mm-hmm. uh, and that he built in New York. So. I kind of thought at that age that, you know, they belonged to him, so maybe he walked towards them because they were his property. Um, so, you know, ever since then, uh, I read anything that I could get on um, on haunted houses and uh, ghosts. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was reading a lot of, you know, D. Scott Rogo and um, Hans Holzer. Uh, you know, they were the bigger ones in that day. Yeah. Uh, Harry Price. Yeah. Um, and uh, just kind of Move through my uh, my years. I, you and, know, I, uh, I think you're about my age, aren't you? I'm I'm I'm, I'm fifty. Uh, I'm fifty five. I'm fifty three. There you go. So yeah, you're, okay, we're right on one track. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're we're old enough to be grumpy, but young <laughs> enough to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's 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 crazy. Now now you say you say you had those medallions or whatever in your closet. Now were they given to you? Yeah. Or Okay. All right. He yeah he yeah he gave them to my mother. Um, when he moved to Maryland from New York um, to hang in our house, in which we have him hanging in our house now, but at that time she had just had him in the closet. Okay. Wow, that's very cool. But it he, is. But it's kind of it, it, you know. So, it, it, but he walked I, right I, I by you. Since then. He he kind of he just walked right by. He dismissed you. It seems like just yeah. I mean, just walked past me. It didn't didn't acknowledge me. It was just a walking down the stairs. Yeah, and you're you know, eight, I, you're I, eight I, at the time, right? I'm sorry. You, you say you're eight at the time. No, I was twelve. Okay. Oh, you're twelve. I was around 12. Okay, okay, twelve. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. So then I'm hitting puberty too. So you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe I'm throwing off stuff. I don't know. Dude. All right. Well, at that, that age, you know, you at that age, you really, you know, it's it's all a guess. Yeah. Well, that can be a problem too. Puberty can uh, cause some things, but whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I do now. Uh, the last fifteen years or so, uh, I um, I deal with uh, poltergeist activity. Yeah. And I, util- I utilize the hypnotherapy with my It's a to find the triggers that uh, trigger off the psi uh, the psi events. Yeah. Uh, from the subconscious and the houses. Yeah. And I, that, I, I've and, had them. I, yeah. I've removed. I've, I've removed the triggers and have had have had haunting stop. So I know that we create a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and it usually comes from, like you say, adolescence, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. adolescence stress. Yeah. Uh, on, well, you on, know what? Um, Can you expand on that just a little bit, real quick? Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, sure. What, what poltergeist activity? Uh, with with adolescents, yeah. With you know, with with our kids, and you know, they have a hard time, and and sometimes, oh, sure, sure, sure. Sometimes some uh, some some parents don't uh, actually get that and make it worse. You know. Yeah. Right. Um, well, to give an example, um, you know, if you ha- if you tell your child uh, to uh, like wash the dishes. And then you get in an argument in, in, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you have that large expenditure of energy. And uh, that energy has to go someplace. So usually the subconscious 
will place that energy in the environment and uh, that and that energy will react uh, sometimes on uh, on physical um, on physical uh, items for instance um, if it if you're talking about washing the dishes and they don't you know maybe you might have some uh, some dishes fall you might be you know uh, maybe you might have cabinets flow you know flow but it usually has something to do with what you what the trigger was to what the event usually is now what, now sometimes go ahead okay go ahead i'm, no, I'm sorry go ahead no, i'm ahead. sorry no i'm please no, no, go no, ahead. ahead no please go ahead okay um well sometimes also when you when you put that uh energy into the environment uh it will also react kind of like a metaphor which means that you know sometimes you hear about uh fire poltergeists and uh and uh water poltergeists well uh fire is anger okay so um you know if you have a fire that breaks out which is very extremely rare by the way um, but sometimes it does happen and that could be and that usually represents anger yeah. now depending on where the fire is is usually where the anger is um pointed towards right. so for instance if the person made you mad uh was i don't know maybe your dad for some reason and his shirt that's on the bed burst into flames yeah. maybe you're mad at your father um you <laughs> yeah. know uh w- right. water is um is depression and uh and sadness. You now, know, we, same thing. we had a, a, a case that we went to uh, about three or four years back in Clinton, Indiana. That okay. was That was really strange, and it was terrifying to the people that lived there. And what, one, oh, one, what, you, just, what you just mentioned mm-hmm. brought it to mind. Um, one of the bedrooms just mm-hmm. caught on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh, Wow. How did that happen? I mean, the wiring was great. I looked at it. I, you know, I'm not a qualified electrician, but I can look at something and say, well, that shouldn't have happened. Well, of course, of course. Yeah. And if you use a flare on the walls, you could see if there's any uh, any faulty wiring, yeah, um, or any hot spots. Right. I mean, it was. I mean, it just blew up. I mean, but that mm-hmm. was that no one was hurt, thank God. Mm-hmm. And we did go oh, in. We did go in after the fact, and mm-hmm. for. A long time now. Everything's been great, so I guess we did a good job. Good. I don't know, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Well, you know, well, you know, usually when you bring bring it to their attention of what it is, of you know what's happening and what the possibility of it is, um, and even if you you know if you recommend them to go to counseling, yes. if you try to release that you know that uh, that subconscious angst, um, sometimes it just works itself out because you're you know you're getting the, you're getting the um, the tools to work on your issues, right. and as you as you release that and work through it, usually the poltergeist activity will stop as well. Then too, right? And it only lasts like a, a certain amount of time. It seems like, and maybe five or six months, mm-hmm. if that. Um, I've I've see, I've seen it last to about a year, um, maybe a year and a half, depending on what the situation is. But okay. yeah, it's usually about six eight months, and that's usually due to the energy that is stored subconscious so um you know when it runs out it'll run out well you know it just really de- it just really depends on if if it's an untreated thing and depending on what the issue is and how deep the issue is is usually the period that it'll last right this, it usually works its way out right this was an a, a old house up in clinton indiana if you know where clinton indiana mm-hmm. is right okay 
Yeah. He had used a metal detector around his house. I mean, a really old house and had mm-hmm. dug up an old cleaver and hung it on his wall. An old meat cleaver. Okay. And that's when all this kind okay. of started. You know what I mean? But uh, Maybe the uh, the meat cleaver um, had some energy attached to it and, our, and his psychic self picked it up and uh, triggered some uh, some event that might have happened in his past and maybe, maybe so. he fed it. Maybe so. I mean, he was a younger kid. I mean, he wasn't as old as we are. I mean, he was terrified. Though. Okay. Yeah, he was, it was really crazy. I mean, we went in and we did, you know, like everyone else, we had a K2 meter and we, we wandered around mm-hmm. with that. And, and mm-hmm. actually, at one point, we're following something. I don't know what it was. I'm not going to say it was a ghost. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say anything. We would follow it. It would light up. Around the you were following an energy, an exactly. unknown energy. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then, yeah. On top of that, when my wife Michelle, which mm-hmm. I wish she was here if we could talk about this, she went mm-hmm. upstairs with him in one of the bedrooms mm-hmm. there where he was terrified. They were sitting right. up there, and we we were downstairs. They were sitting up there. Mm-hmm. We heard a thump on the floor. Something had thrown. Okay. A remote control at both of them he came running down the stairs and she came behind him trying to calm him down but it, it, it really was the craziest thing in the world i mean i've never seen anything like that ever it's yeah. really cool yeah i had um you know i was about 18 years old i was and uh i was one of the first cases i ever did and uh at, at you know at 18 and you know all i could do was really observe Right. Um, but I, I had a book thrown at me once. Yeah. Hit me square in the head. No, yeah. square in the head. Oh, the man. Weirdest, weirdest, thing I ever, weirdest thing I ever saw. Um, you know, uh, it was... Uh, well, a little bit of the story is is that uh, I, I, I I heard about this lady that was having some uh, issues in her home. Right. You know, you know, heard it through a friend who heard it through a friend, too. Right. You know, and uh, yeah. I got the... Uh, I got her address, and I introduced myself. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I thought maybe she might... I don't know. Hit me with a hit me with a frying pan or something. Because I'm <laughs> yeah. some weirdo. All right. But um, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I get but, it, yeah. uh, you know, I introduced myself. I told her what my you know what I did or wanted to do, and I had told her that I heard some things, and I said uh, you know I, I wanted to try to help, even if it's to just confirm uh, what she was experiencing, and she was very open to it actually, and uh, got to know her. Um, you know, uh, I would go over there and visit her. Got you know got a rapport going with her. And right. um, one day I had gone over there, and uh, she had told me that she was getting ready to move because her daughter was getting ready to uh, take her back to where she was living, mm-hmm. and she didn't really didn't want to, she didn't really didn't want to move, and uh, you know she was very upset with it, and so we're sitting there talking and just you know but by this time we were you know we're becoming friends, and uh, I could see that she was getting really upset, and then all of a sudden I started hearing some what sounded like boxes moving upstairs in her in her library right you know which it, it and uh, so i of course you know me being stupid i i, I run to it most people <laughs> yeah. run away and uh <laughs> well so the people upstairs. that run away aren't doing their job yeah 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 so i, I got upstairs and uh, i open uh, i opened the door and turned the corner and that's when i got the book thrown at me right and it was a it was a um a first edition gone with the wind <laughs> oh wow! Okay, you want but you want to talk about kind of funny and kind of strange at the same time. Uh, the title itself—I mean, you, could t- you know—we were just talking about how upset she was and how she didn't want to leave. Right. And then here I get hit with "Gone with the Wind," like, you know, <laughs> leaving. 
So whatever the heck it was had a had a sense of humor. Yeah. I guess. Well, yeah, so. well, we always say that. I mean, no matter what your situation is, you know, if you believe in, if if, if you do believe in, uh, let's say, ghost, right? Not demons and all that, whatever. We can, that's a whole, no. whole nother. Yeah. Well, we're, well, we're dealing with people, so, you know. Exactly. So, the yeah, they were the same. They are the same as they mm-hmm. were in life, right? So if they got a sense of humor, yeah. they're going to mess with you. So, so if they're cool, you know, they're cool in life, they're cool in death. If they're a butthead, right. they're a butthead usually. Right. Yeah, exactly. You That's know? awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah. So, I mean, um, I, I've worked, you know, I've, also, I've worked with a lot of uh, people that have claimed poltergeist. A lot of the time it's just uh, uh, misidentification. Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of the shows that are out there now, uh, they're oh, really pushing the demon good thing. Lord, so, yeah. Who cares? You know, drama yeah. self soap. So you know, it yeah. is what it is. Right. But uh, you know, very rarely though that you come across stuff that's uh, that's actually legit, and it's and, you know, and it's it's always interesting because it's always something different. Absolutely, yeah. And I agree with you one hundred percent. The you know, TV is TV that's made for TV. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's entertainment. So I mean, that's how I look at it. Right. All right. Okay. We 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 went through that, and I kind of threw you off track every now and again. Let's okay. talk. Let's talk about your uh, your hypno, hypno. I'm gonna mess it up again. Almost said that word. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna hypno, There you go. How does that? Okay. Do you have uh, people come to you that have these experiences yeah. or something? Well, different? You, you, yeah, you'd be surprised. Uh, I have had people come to me before um, that have had issues like that. Usually, uh, if it's uh, dealing with poltergeists, it's usually because I get called out on a case for uh, you know for a, for a haunting or a uh, uh, you know, a, a proposed haunting. Yeah. Um, but I have had maybe one or two people that have just come to me just for that. Um, but usually the people that come out to me are usually the ones that want to deal with PTSD, uh, oh, anxiety, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. stress, yeah. you know, th- th- you know, stuff like that. Um, now I have had a few people that wanted me to work with them uh, to help them strengthen their psychic abilities. Um, and so I, I've worked with them on that as well. Now, how, um, how would you do that? How would you do that? Seriously. Uh, re- re- remove the blockages that might be causing them to be able to concentrate on their abilities well, first. Well, number one, and, how, how would that work? How would you do that? How would someone do that? You know, I'm, well, uh, I, our, our, okay, you um, know, our team, I'm considered the biggest skeptic in the world and that's that's mm-hmm. great because every team needs one you know you need to be able to mm-hmm. have a, a, you know a, someone to bounce ideas off of what was this well this yeah. was this and yeah. Cool. yeah yeah that's, that's yeah that's cool uh no what i do is i, I place them under hypnosis uh i it, through kind of like a guided meditation that gets them to a relaxed state so uh, I can work with them uh, when they're in the state of somnambulism. That's when we are the most um, uh, available to take suggestions to work with the subconscious. Okay. And uh, and okay. And um, I, when I, when I do that, I I work with them with things that we've already discussed before I put them under, you know, through an interview process. So I only work with them with what we've talked about. I don't throw any. I don't throw, throw any uh, curves in them or anything like that. So they feel comfortable already because I, I have rapport with them. Mm-hmm. They know what we're going to discuss, and then they're open. They're open to the suggestion. No, you don't. You don't so, think. You don't think because you have discussed that in the first place that comes mm-hmm. out subconsciously. They, I think it, they, I think they, it they, helps will, them. they will tell you what they think you want to hear, what they want 
No, no. they're they're no. no, they're not going to tell me what I want to hear because when when I work <laughs> with somebody, especially if I'm working with uh, like missing kids and stuff like that, oh, yeah. I use open questions. I don't I I don't I don't place. Oh, okay. That yeah. In well, there. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't create a, a false memory. Right. Okay. We're not we're I, not we're I, not I, we're I, not talking about paranormal activity right now. We're talking about something else. In, no, no. All, all I'm doing is just um, I'm just asking them to remove any fears or blockages or um, thoughts, negative thoughts of what they have about psychic ability. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then as, as they do that, um, I ask them to raise their right hand and you'd be surprised. Right hands go up all the time. Yeah. And you know, and uh, it, one thing I do to also tell my clients is that um, for, for any reason that if you're not satisfied with what I've done or if we need to come back, and, uh, and and redo it. I you know um, I usually do it for free right. because I'm not I'm not there to try to take advantage of folks. If right. I can't put anybody under hypnosis, you know, for so for whatever reason, if they're well, not concentrating enough, yeah, there's or, there's some people uh, you I can't. can't get them under. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't charge them for services either right. because I don't feel services are rendered, and not that many people do that. Right. Well, yeah, we don't charge. We never have. I mean, since two thousand two, I think two thousand no, two thousand six. Well, I'm talking we don't, about. I'm don't. talking about as a, as if they come to my client office. Okay. You know, if okay. I, if they're just my hypnotherapist client. Okay. Now, if I go and work a case, those that's always free. That's always free. Absolutely. So yeah, I, so good for you. That's always free. So if if they come to me through um, through a um, a, hip, uh, a haunted client, I never charge them. Because right. that's because I, I'm working with them on a case. Right. Plus, you know, you're like us. You want to. You're interested too, right? If if yeah, there's I'm something, interested. Yeah. I'm interested, but as well as, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm there to try to help. You know, right. and and to try to make people's life a little easier. Right. Yeah. What's the oh, here? I'll throw you one right now. What's the I don't know most, if that sounds weird or not, but that's just I, the way yeah, it that's works. that's wonderful. What's I'm going to throw you a, a curve right now. What is the well? What have you seen that you can't explain? Let's try that one. Okay, um, I have seen things move. Um, I have seen I have seen apparitions. Okay. Um, I was working in a house in Galveston one time that uh, Texas, had yeah. an attic that they were hearing stuff um, moving around and stuff, and it was a it was a um, uh, a hurricane storm survivor oh, okay. um, from Galveston, nineteen hundred storm, nineteen hundred storm. Okay. Um, so they never could get into the attic for whatever reason. It was always just they just couldn't do it. They just so when okay. we huh. so when we went up there, we finally got the door open. Uh, when the door opened, I looked up and I saw three sets of eyes. Now, okay. at first I thought that it might be, you know, varmints, whatever. But um, it, I saw one shadow that looked like a child. Okay. I can't, I, I can't explain that. You didn't have, they've you never didn't, had any, and they've never had any issues since, and since you, the door opened. You didn't have a camera? You didn't have anything like that, right? You never... Yeah. You never have it when stuff like that. I, I know what. That's right. always a problem. I, you know what I mean. Uh, we do. We've done this you know, for so many wire, years. You, oh. you can wire a house up and make it look like a Christmas tree, and it's always in the it's always in the corner that you're never there. Right. Exactly. We've got a few, but it, it, you know, it's like I mean, come I mean, on. I've got some stuff that I've caught. You know, so you know, it, I mean, as everybody does. But you know, the yeah. really good stuff, 
it's usually it's usually witness. It's a personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me believe what I always believe is it's really not the place that's haunted, it's the person. I yeah, I kind I, 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 I of believe that a little bit. Now, on on your photo that I I have put the ad up, you have a, a FLIR, right? Yes. Okay. Have you caught anything on that? Uh, you know, I have never caught anything on that one, but I have an old land camera that was a black and white FLIR, uh, the one that you had the old battery belt and uh, <laughs> it looked like an old TV camera <laughs> that put on your shoulder. <laughs> Um, I was working a case one time with that and um, had a lady that was um, being uh, physically attacked. Uh, you know, um, it was more of a sexual attack. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, an entity. Yeah. An entity. And, yeah. Yeah. So it kind of like yeah, kind of like entity thing, but it was yeah. it wasn't as it wasn't as deep. Um, hmm. And. Uh, Tried, I tried to put her under hypnosis. She wouldn't go under, but I, so she wanted me to do a sleep study with her, just me watching and trying to see what I could get because usually every time she went to sleep, she always claims something happened. So I'm sitting in a dark room with her and then um, she wakes up and she's like, you know, scared and shaking and stuff. And she's like, it's over yeah. there. Yeah. So I grab my, I grab my flare and I'm looking her to, looking around the, her room and I see over in the corner that there is a, a white mass, you know, white being hot, yeah, black being cold, right? And there, and so I'm, I'm looking at it, and I mean, it's kind of cloudy looking, and it's kind of moving a little bit, but I mean, but again, it's not like TV or anything, but it looked like a mass, right? So I put, took my head away from it, and I look in the corner, I don't see anything. So I, I'm thinking, you know, so I'm <laughs> thinking maybe, I don't know, maybe it might have been an air something, and so I put my eye back on it again, and the mass is still there. So me being stupid, I walk over there to try to see if I can feel it, and it was there. You did feel and, it. You uh, did. Okay. Yeah, I, it was there, and uh, I got a gut shot. You got a gut shot. Okay. I got a gut shot and took me down to my knee. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I know it's it's it sounds weird. It sounds. It sounds too good to be true, but it, 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 it happened. Well, that's what we, um, what we just said. I mean, it, it's personal experiences, it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so huh. I couldn't record anything on that because that that camera didn't record. It was just it was just a thing, so right. I couldn't get it. But she saw something. I saw something. So that's. I mean, I guess that's all that really matters. Yeah, I used to have one of those. There were. Uh, I, I think there were. I can't remember the name of it. It was like a Barlow or something like that. It was just a hunting camera, right? Mm -hmm. it, it was a mm -hmm. black and white night vision thing. And I used to use that all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, okay. One more thing. What about the sure. fact that you are an author? Yes. Uh, I am right now currently writing on two books. And I did a compilation uh, for Talking with the Dead for uh, Whitechapel Press. Right, and I did a um, I I did a story for um, the um, it, it, for um, the Presidio La Bahia in Goliad. Okay. So yeah, and uh, I I talked about um, our experiences there, the history, and uh, it's really actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the night that we were there, uh, we had we experienced quite actually quite a bit, um, mostly mostly noises. Um, uh, one of the doors um, just 
it looked like it was being pulled from the outside. It was just shaking. Um, it was later on in the evening. Looked outside. There was nobody there. We thought maybe that somebody got into the into the uh, the fortress, but there was not. There was nothing there. There was no wind or anything. Uh, but that that was. We got weirdly weirded out on that. Okay. Now, fact, where, uh, where was this uh, at? Where was it at now? I'm sorry? Where was it at? The Presidio, the Presidio La Bahia in Goliad, Texas. In Goliad, Texas. Okay. That's where that's where Fannin and his men um, were uh, were executed by uh, by uh, Santa Ana right. and his men. Right. Wow. Can you imagine how much activity there may be? I don't know. Oh, dude. I'm, I'm just going to guess. Dude, there's... There may yeah. be. I'm. I'm just saying. At at the Alamo, dude. That's before the Alamo. I'm, I'm that, was, say, yeah. that was exactly before the Alamo. Exactly. I'm just they saying. Were actually, they were. Yeah. They were actually going to try to fortify the Alamo. Yeah. Can you imagine? Where can someone find that book at? Uh, you can find it on. You can find it on. Uh, on and on Amazon. On Amazon. Okay. And can they go yeah. to your website? Uh, um, yeah, um, lsspi.org. Um, my my uh, hypnosis uh, place is uh, redoakhypnosis.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just now started a uh, new uh, um, new radio show. Um, called, Very cool. Uh, cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Full Spectrum Project. Okay. We're on Saturdays All from right. uh, 3 to 5. What channel? Central. What channel? What channel? I'm sorry. What channel are you on, or um, what network are you on, or, uh, or what's your uh, what apps are you on? Any app? Uh, uh, yeah, I think we're on iHeartRadio, okay. uh, YouTube, Sweet, uh, Spreaker. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And it's uh, uh, UPRN. Okay. What would you think? Or what would you consider your finest piece of work as far as your? your books so far i mean you know everyone everyone loves the first one and you get better as you um, go well, well I'm, I'm i'm doing my uh, my biography right now of okay. uh, some of my experiences and what i what i think uh what i've learned okay. um, that's one uh that one's being written right now and i'm working on a book that that i'm i'm uh co-authoring with uh troy taylor okay uh, about uh about uh true uh, true horror stories. True horror stories. Okay. Yeah, the you know the stories behind a horror movie. You know, oh. The true, horror, the okay. true stories behind horror movies. Okay, like yeah. um, uh, like Amityville and all that kind of thing, right? And yeah, Amityville, but the but the true story behind it, like, right, uh, like you know Ronald DeFeo and and all that stuff. I mean, everybody knows that story, but this is these are stories that you really want to hear about. Right. I mean, same thing with um, what is it? Um, oh my gosh. Uh, Texas Chainsaw with with that creepy yeah with that guy yeah that creepy dude yeah <laughs> yeah that creepy old man yeah. yeah wow well that's very cool so you can go to Amazon pick up any of mm-hmm. Peter James Havlin's books right those yeah. are gonna be those are gonna be freaking great I'm, I'm sure they are I mean you've got two now and you're working on one is that am i right did i, did I miss something oh no i no no i'm working on two and i have i have talking with the dead out oh okay there you go now that was about again yeah talking with the dead i'm sorry talking with the dead was about again uh it's a compilation um from uh, Whitechapel press troy taylor yeah oh there you go yeah that's right that's gotta yeah. be cool that's gotta be really great too though 
Yeah, it's got 13 different um, investigators doing 13 different uh, uh, investigations. Wow. Now, do you have to pay royalties to those guys, or you just say, hey, I need your stories? No, no. No, it's just a, it's a collective works. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, anything else you would like to tell? Have we, have we met before? I mean, we've go, we go to conventions all the time. You look familiar. I don't know. I mean, we we go we go everywhere. I mean, you're kind of close, aren't you? I mean, I'm in Humble. Um, I'm in, next to Houston. Um, I mean, I've I've been up. I I've been in Oklahoma, uh, Louisiana, a lot of places in Texas. Okay. That's pretty much only places I've been. To. Okay, it it. It kind of confused me. You look so familiar. I mean, it's like we, you know, we go. You all probably see my. I do a lot of interviews and stuff, so you might have seen a lot of uh, posters or something. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, and we. Well, I know I was. Uh, I've been on two two things on the Travel Channel. Uh, one okay. Ghost stories. I, maybe that's it. That's what it is. Ghost, okay. Maybe that's what it is. I, I did ghost stories. I did Sister, Sister Catherine in Galveston on the second series. On the second second series. Yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I did yeah. one. I did one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I did. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Jim Rose's Twisted Tour when they came through Houston uh, a few years back. Okay. So, so tell me a little bit about too. tell me a little bit about that travel channel thing. How fun was that to do? I'm, you know, I know. We, you know, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, um, but it was really <laughs> okay. It, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be nice. I know. <laughs> I know. It, it, it was. It was. It was different. Wham, wham was bam, different. wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. That kind of thing, sort of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, when it came out, um, I really didn't like the uh, the uh, voiceovers they did. They kept on talking about, well, this little demon's doing this, and <laughs> this, this demon's doing that, right. and I'm like, Christ sakes, really? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I, I know, get it. I get it. You know, you know how you know how it is. I mean, you you don't have any say over that stuff. No, no. As a matter of fact, you sign off on it. You can't. You have nothing. I know. To say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm just happy they they did me in a positive light. Good. Job. So many people that do do those shows. I mean, they, sometimes they make them look like real real jerks. Yeah. You know, but then again, like I said, drama sells soap. So drama sells. That's right, it. and it's TV. It's rating. So yeah. you know, you don't have ratings. Yeah. You don't have a show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but at my age right now, you know, I, I, you know, I've done five pilots with my team. Sweet. I mean, I really don't need to be in the front of the front of the camera anymore. I mean, sweet, yeah. Uh, I, no, it's no, just I mean, no, 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 no. I, I agree. I agree. It's fun to do the shows. It's fun to be asked to yeah. do the show, and it, it's fun to be there. But it's not yeah. fun when you get misquoted, and they try no. to make you look like. You, you did something you didn't do or said something you didn't do. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 And then you spend most of the time, you know, trying to, no, it didn't happen that way. Yeah, well, yeah. we're on TV. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, well. just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true either. Right. Very cool. All right. Well, hey, guys. Peter James Haviland, our new yep. Dead Zone yep. friend. Mr. Lee. Yes, sir. Our new Dead Zone friend. You can find his website at, oh, I had it right here. Um, well, shoot! Now I've lost it. I'm gonna, That's okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's uh, lsspi.org. There you go. And redoakhypnosis.com. There you go. Okay, and go to Amazon, pick up those books. 
and look out for the ones that are coming out and we will see you again i hope you're going to be at one of the events here we're going to be showing i, I mean uh, mid-south is gone keith has already said he's not going to do it anymore and it's moved to ohio with them um, oh i'm sorry to hear that yeah with them um, well post town and that's great i mean we're they still say it's going to happen so we hope so and we've got another one coming up 2020 and um was it um I can't remember. It's um, anyway, Upper Illinois. That's going to be a fright fest, or they they've changed the name again now. But anyway, man, would love to see you. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to have you on the show while we're there. It'd be great. Sure, we'd love to have it. We'd love to see you. That would be great. All right. Well, you guys, Peter James Havlin, thank you, sir, and we will talk well, to you, you again. Thank you. All right. Good night. Bye.
Millions of people are affected by the Para-X bug. I realize that it is something that will stay with me for the rest of my life and long into the afterlife as well. If you have the Para-X bug, there is hope. With a nightly visit to the Para-X website and intensive past life regression therapy, I can control it. Even with the Para-X bug, I can still lead an active life of radio show hosting, paranormal investigating, evidence checking, attending conferences, book writing, keeping up with the latest technology, and still keep my 40-hour-a-week-day job. If you think that you have the Para-X bug or know someone who might, visit para-x.com. And remember, you are not alone. I am not alone. I. 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 I am not alone. The Para-X bug may cause the urge to chase shadow people, visit exotic haunted locations, adopt a pugwudgie, or spend all of your time trying to figure out the laws and principles of paranormal investigation. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Sudden visions of full-body apparitions or feeling the covers being pulled off you in the middle of the night by unseen hands may also be signs of exposure to the Para-X bug. The use of Para-X may be habit-forming and an overwhelming desire to provoke spirits may be a serious side effect. If these symptoms last more than four hours, you should quickly consult a trusted witch and have her cast a what-the-hell-are-you-thinking spell on you. If symptoms persist, please contact the Para-X Radio Network Homeland Security Team for further instructions. The Para-X bug may cause urges for late-night speaking with spirits and ghosts. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Overwhelming desire to try provoking a spirit may be a serious side effect. Those with Para-X bug effects lasting more than four hours should consult Para-X or see a professional. Sudden outbursts at the mention of orbs may be a sign of exposure to the Para-X bug. Use of Para-X may be habit-forming. Use caution when engaging in Para-X chat. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends.